0: So beautiful. Like, we are literally given the gift every single day to unlearn these learned behaviors, these learned limitations. And just like you learned to put them up to protect yourself, you can learn to break them down to build yourself. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy Podcast. I'm your host, Jess Quasney intuitive business coach, healer, and spiritual junkie. My mission is to empower and support entrepreneurs just like you to build a legacy, not just a business. The life of an entrepreneur isn't always an easy one, which is why my goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. From the breakdowns to the breakthroughs, I don't spare any details on this roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset energetics, and the strategies that you need to grow your business to over six figures. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Woke and Worthy. As always, I am so excited to have you here with me. Today, we're diving into all things mindset. And more importantly, how mindset work really is the one thing I can promise you that will make you more money. And I think too often in business, we can get caught up in needing more strategy, needing to add more programs to learn a new way to sell, a better way to attract clients, focusing our time, energy on producing more content, getting in front of more people, needing more followers, all of these things that are really situated externally, meaning outside of ourselves. And when we do this, I should say lots of the times, not all the time, but this is rooted from a place of lack, from a place of lack within ourselves and feeling like what we're doing, what we know what we have been through, what we have learned, the knowledge that we have gained isn't enough. And rightly so, because when we go on social media, it, it is both a gift and a curse. It is a beautiful gift that we are so privileged to have, where we can connect with people literally across the entire world where we can run businesses, multi-six, multi-seven, finger, finger, (laughs) don't know what word I was saying there, figure, there we go, businesses all from the palm of our hand. So we have these wild opportunities to create such, such exceptional lives for ourselves. And that's definitely the gift side of it. And the curse side of it is that we are inundated of people who are coaches, mentors, healers, who are doing more than us, who have more clients than us, who have more followers than us, who make more money than us, who all while working less time than us. And so we can kind of fall into this pattern of keeping up with the Joneses. like Yes, it's great to go onto social media and to use it for the outlet that it is to run your business, to host your social media presence, this area of influence where you get to impact other people. And then it can be equally hard not to get suckered in to comparing ourselves to everybody else online and I was actually having a conversation about this with one of my friends this week on Instagram and funnily enough when we find ourselves in this place where we feel like hey maybe we're not doing enough maybe we're not growing as fast as we as we would like to be we've been showing up consistently in your business and while you're having success it's not consistent yet and when you go onto social media, it will always be easier to find proof that reiterates and solidifies what is already being triggered within you. Meaning that if you're feeling like, I'm not producing enough content, I'm not growing enough, I'm not selling enough, you best believe that when you go and you open up that app, the account that you're gonna be drawn to is the one who is doing all three of those things only to show you that yes, you are not doing enough. Yes, you are not growing. And yes, your business feels like a failure, even though it's not. Because it is way easier for us to look at it from a lens of, again, like almost this pessimism. Not intentionally, but we're kind of just wired that way. So it's always easier to look at the evidence that we're giving as given as proof that We are the exception that, hey, things don't come easy for us. We have to work really hard getting caught up in this hustle and grind mentality, society, rather than to look at it and say, wow, okay, I recognize that this is a trigger for me. I need to take a step back. And I also need to recognize that because I'm seeing this, because it keeps coming into my realm of perception, there must be something more to it than to say, hey, you're a failure. You're not doing enough. You should be making more. Why aren't you full-time? If you are full-time, why aren't you six figures? If you're six figures, why aren't you multi-six? If you're multi-six, why aren't you seven? It, the doubts and the insecurities will always be there and they will always be magnified if we choose to magnify them. Or we can take that step back and we can look at it and say, hey, if it's possible for them, then it means that it's proof for me too. But when we are in this space of victim mode of lack of maybe scarcity and again like I said you could be doing phenomenal in your business and it may be a season that you're in where you still feel a little bit of lack where you still feel scarcity because I believe I touched on this a couple episodes ago and if I didn't then this is new information and welcome to the party dress time for you to get with the program um there's kind of two phases that we fall into our businesses we will always wonder how to do it. So if you're somebody looking to scale to six figures, you're gonna wonder how to do it until you do it. And then after that, you're gonna cross the line. And so up till that point, you're always worrying about, okay, am I doing enough? Do I have enough clients? Do I need a new program? Do I need to produce more content? What's off with my messaging? All of these things about us needing to know the how. And then you hit it. And then after that, We think it should be smooth sailing. It's like, great, I hit this milestone. I accomplished this thing, this big goal that I set out to achieve. I did it, this is great. Now this is where everything falls into alignment and where things start to feel easy until it doesn't. Because then once you hit the goal, the looming fear that comes up is, how do I do it again? And it will continue until you hit whichever the next marker is and then once you hit it it's it's until you get to it it's how do i do it and once you do it how do i do it again and then you up level it's how do i do it how do i do it again and we can kind of really be trapped and contained and boxed in by our own perceived limitations so that's why with today i really want us to talk about again your mindset and healing and one, not falling into the trap of thinking that something always needs to be fixed within you. Um, For myself and for many of my clients, we are very, very spiritually based. We've we've done lots of the inner work. We know who our inner child is. We've done the shadow work and we know what our limiting beliefs are. And that's one thing that I hear a lot of with the women that I work with is that they have a lot of self-awareness. The self-awareness isn't enough and I'm just going to go on a tangent here and this is where lots of the times when we hear about mindset work or inner work I think too often the context to which we understand it is oh okay mindset works you mean like I I, I do reading and I write in my journal and I write through things for myself and I meditate and I say affirmations or whatever the case may be again i'm gonna confuse myself i'm pretty sure i talked about this on an episode maybe i need to listen to my my own episodes again (laughs) but what i talked about is think of when you think about your body and how you exercise and work out whether you go for walks yoga whatever type of movement that you do that is the workout for your physical body now more of these things such as the reading, the journaling, the meditations, the affirmations, guided visualizations, whatever that may be. That's the workout for your mental and your emotional body, okay? So that's why it's a really great practice. It's an incredible routine for you to have, but it's not going to be the work that changes your life. And the truth is that once you change your stories, you change your life, Caveat to that, the big disclaimer is, until you know what created the story, you're never going to be able to change it. And one thing with inner work and just our emotions in general and what I feel with lots of the, what I see with myself, with lots of the women that I work with as well too, doing this deep inner work, it, sucks. Okay. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know that I am somebody who is blunt as fuck. I'm going to give it to you like it is. I'm not here to say, talk about how easy being an entrepreneur is and how it's all rainbows and butterflies. It's, it's not, it's difficult. It's you're signing up for something that so many people wish they could do and only ever talk about doing it and never actually takes the steps to do it. So right there, give yourself some credit. Okay. But here's the thing, and here's why I get so frustrated with people who continually talk about you need to be in a positive vibration, and it's like good vibes only, reframe your beliefs, just say the affirmation, and when you say it, you'll believe it, and to some extent that can be true, only once again, like I said, once you understand what's causing it to come up that you don't believe it in the first place so for example if you're trying to sign more clients in your business and you're saying the affirmations of i wake up every morning to new followers i wake up to an inbox flooded with dms i am signing x amount of clients per month and the immediate thought that you have after that is Who are you kidding your following hasn't grown in weeks in fact i'm losing more people than i'm gaining i rarely have anybody in my dms other than bot accounts or people trying to sell me and i can't even sign one client let alone trying to think that i can sell five right so that's really where affirmations you can say them or even quite honestly even reframing that belief you can do that a million times and it's never going to matter. It's never going to change because you don't understand what at the root is causing you to believe that you can't have that, right? And so that's why I say that self-awareness is great and I work with many, many women who have an incredible level of self-awareness and what self-awareness really allows you to do is it's the kick it's the kick point <laughs> it's the kick start for where doing that deep inner work really gets to work because self-awareness is you understanding the pattern self-awareness is you understanding that when you're doubting yourself and you go on social media to make your post and then you end up scrolling down the rabbit hole and going to look at all these other coaches who you feel you compare yourself to and you feel are like I'm putting quote unquote better than you, right? You can understand how when you then exit out of the app, you feel kind of like a piece of shit. Your emotions are absolutely drained and now you're just overthinking and you're also worrying because you went and compared yourself and you're seeing all the things that they're doing and you realize you just wasted an hour scrolling on social media when you could have been doing something better with your time right and you see how it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs but until we understand why you feel like you need to compare yourself until we understand why you feel like what you're doing isn't enough until you understand why You feel like your business has to be hard until you understand why you maybe lack confidence in yourself or in your messaging. And as a result, the energy of your posts, even though you don't mean it to be, comes from a bit of lack, a little bit of scarcity, a little bit of desperation, a little bit, again, lack of confidence. Whether you like to believe it or not, people feel your energy your energetic imprint is on absolutely every single thing you do now it's not to say well then jess can i only show up when i'm when i'm happy i thought you were just talking about um good positive vibes only and that's absolutely not what i mean and where you're listening at this today i if you're feeling that way I want you to stop this right now and go to Instagram or if you're in the Woken Worthy Facebook group, watch day two of limited to limitless masterclass series because that's where we dive into your emotions and really understanding that our emotions are the absolute key. The secret, if you wanna know any way to scale your business, allow yourself to feel your emotions. Allow yourself to understand what's coming up for you. Allow yourself to understand what part of you feels misunderstood, what part of you doesn't feel seen, heard, loved, cared for, nurtured. Do you wanna know how to make more money in your business? Allow yourself to feel more. When you feel more, you make more, okay? I'll be diving into that as well in a post next week. so that was, sorry, a very, very sidebar. And what I want to say with this too, so again, we're going in tangents. We're going all over the map here, but don't worry, I'll get back to my original point. That, I promise you. It's not about needing to be in a positive, uplifting vibration all the time. Like you said, Jess, while well, all of my stuff does, has an energetic energetic imprint. Absolutely it does. But you can still be Real, raw, honest, vulnerable with how you're feeling. If you're feeling burnt out, tell your audience you're feeling burnt out. If you're in a season of comparison mode and you find yourself falling back into this trap, be honest about that. It's when you try to put on this, what's the word? Like a facade, when you try to put on, when you try to act as though you're not feeling a certain way when you try to negate the emotions that you are actually feeling. The sooner that you allow yourself to feel your emotions, the quicker you allow them to move through you. And it's really, really powerful when you can show up in your pain, when you can show up in your hurt and you still show up for yourself, you still show up for your community and you still show up for your audience. That's inspiring as hell. That's what people can relate to. We're sick and tired of seeing this image of perfection and needing to be on all the time because needing to be on all the time is the exact reason why we compare ourselves, why we feel we're not good enough, why we end up in wounded masculine energy needing to do more in order to be more, which is absolutely not true. Your imperfections are what make you perfect. And when you can tell your audience and be like, hey guys, I feel like absolute shit. I almost quit my business three times this week. I had to cancel a client call because I told them that it was not in my, in their best interest if I showed up in the energy that I was, I was in and I want to honor the container that you paid for and I know right now that you will not get my best if we do this call today and ask them if they could reschedule, to which they did, and to which I took my full-grown self to have a nap people relate to that more than this version of perfection that you feel like you need to uphold, which is absolute garbage. Okay. So with this mindset work, again, doing that deep inner work. And what I want to, what this is really, this is kind of like the goods that we're getting to now. And this is going to be a little process that you can take yourself through really quickly so you have a level of self-awareness you understand that when you get really excited for a conversation in the dms that it feels like you're going to be able to pitch and so or you you can pitch because you can be of service and they feel like they're an ideal client and they say you know what thank you so much for the offer i'm not interested or interested or i already have a coach and you just feel absolutely defeated and you think oh my gosh i should have pitched sooner or why is this happening to me? Or we tie our worth up in, we make the no mean something about ourselves. Or how about when you're in a launch and you're so excited to launch your program because of the incredible results that others have had in it, or maybe it's your first time launching it. You launch, it's the first couple of days and no bites. A few more days go on, no bites again. And the more that people show a lack of interest in something that you're so excited about, the harder it gets for you to show up and you realize that the cart's closing in a few days and you've hardly talked about it because you allowed others lack of response to determine if your offer was good enough, if you were good enough, because we've entangled our worthiness and we allow our success in our business to determine if we are successful or not. One thing that I wanna say is that your business doesn't make you successful. What I mean by that is, it takes you getting up and working every single day, or whenever you have the time to work on it, whether you're in it full-time or you're in it, it's a side hustle, you're looking to move into it full-time, the business never made you successful. The business is successful because of you, right? It never would have existed if you didn't take the steps to bring it to fruition. So with this mindset work, and if you have patterns that are continuing for you, if you fear, if you're afraid of failing, if you're maybe like me and I worked my corporate job for two years longer than I needed to while still working in my business full time because I was scared. I had so many thoughts intertwined with my business and wondering like what if this is too good to be true what if this doesn't work out I there's so many gurus saying you must have a minimum of six or nine months saved I didn't have that saved yet and so I can I kept burning myself out I kept working two jobs for two years both full-time essentially and I absolutely burned burned myself out I was so overwhelmed maybe you find yourself Really scared to share what you really feel or to share part of your part of your story, part of your experiences, because you have a whole bunch of people that you grew up with from high school that follow you. Your family follows you, maybe your parents even follow you, and you couldn't imagine speaking your truth for fear of what they might say, what their opinion may be. Maybe they're a lot of your pain, and as much as you love them, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen, but you also don't want to offend them, and so you don't show up. Maybe you, you lack confidence in yourself. You know you have an incredible gift. You know that once people get into working with you in whatever capacity that is, that you massively transform their lives but whenever you go to talk about it, you overthink it. Your heart rate starts picking up. You start talking way faster than you should, and you don't even know how to articulate what it is that you do because you're so in your head about worrying to say things perfect because you think that if I don't say things perfectly, then people aren't going to sign up. And so, it makes it hard to show up at all because every time that you go to try and show up and sell you just worry about saying the wrong thing so rather than say the wrong thing let's just not say anything we're just going to rely on our posts and hopefully people will come through to us right there's so many different patterns that we create for ourselves in our lives and truly the one thing I, I think I've said that about like five times so the five one things that I've wanted to say this whole podcast episode um mindset work supporting yourself mentally emotionally spiritually this is not this isn't something that you do when you need to do it because by then it's too late and if you wait until it's too late that's really when we start to see the snowball effect, where you're comparing yourself constantly, where you're overwhelmed by your thoughts, where you, feel, where you feel anxious the moment you go to bed, thinking about all the things you didn't do, thinking about how you could have said things better, thinking about the posts that you didn't make, thinking about how far behind you were. You don't even get a good night's sleep. You wake up in the morning, and the moment that you wake up, you automatically want to check your phone, and instantly it put it triggers a stress response when you don't have any DMs. There's nobody, no new notifications for you to get back to and go, great, okay, cool. My bills are coming up. I have no idea how I'm going to pay them. Or you're looking at your revenue, your recurring revenue, and you see it tinkering out and you're thinking, holy fuck, the cushion that I had no longer there. And it's almost like we go into this all or nothing where you're good for a few months And then something happens and then you're good for a few months and then something happens and then you're good for a few months and then something happens so we will always be given opportunities through triggers to heal these patterns that are keeping us stuck stuck at an income cap stuck at not going into our business full-time stuck at talking about our business but never actually talking about it stuck at making good money but not making great money and so with all of this it's really again like I said it's self-awareness is not enough self-awareness is simply the starting point point. and what we want to understand is why what created the pattern for you what created a certain limiting belief why are you afraid of failure? Why do you feel like you're irresponsible with money? Why are you afraid of why are you afraid of success? Success can be one of the hardest things as well too. And when we do this, whenever you have something that's coming up for you where you're again you're feeling triggered, if you're going into comparison mode, if you find yourself procrastinating on doing a certain task, if you find yourself, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, If you find yourself working on like busy work, but not actually, you find yourself resistance to, to certain tasks in your business, and you're not sure why. The first question that I want you to ask yourself is, what, once you've identified the pattern, the limiting belief, where you're not feeling like you're good enough or doing enough. What is this pattern? What is this belief? What is this thought keeping me safe from? Okay. And so for an example, for me, for the longest time, I had so much resistance to showing up in my DMs, right? Like I do love being in there, but the story that I told myself is that it was was draining, that I sucked at them, everything else, and so every time that I saw that number there, with like I don't know twenty some fifteen number doesn't matter, however many DMs there were, I just immediately felt stressed and I felt anxious, and I always told myself, okay, I'll look at this first thing in the afternoon. I'll look at it after lunch, then after lunch came. Okay, I'll look at it after I do, write this post, wrote the post. Okay, I'll look at it after I get back to my clients in in Boxer. didn't go to it. Okay, I'll look at this after I'm done my workout tonight. I would just continue on and on and on and on. And so when we look at this and ask ourselves, what what is it keeping us safe from, what are logical mind will want to do, our conscious mind wants to do is to automatically think, well, nothing. It's not keeping you safe from anything. If you go in your DMs, what if people are asking about your programs? What if there's somebody there that you can be of service to? So you're actually kind of being an idiot. It's not serving you. But it is. And so many times we just look to reframe the action without understanding what we're protecting ourselves from. And if we can't create safety and allow that part of us to be seen, to understand what's being triggered, you're gonna keep being triggered. You're gonna fall into the same pattern over and over and over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again until you learn the lesson or until you quit, okay? And I know if you're here, you're listening, you are not a quitta. So with this, what it was keeping me safe from by not showing up in my DMs was the fear of rejection. I'm somebody, and I still work on this to this day. I absolutely make it mean something about me Myself and I and my business when I hear a no. I feel like a failure. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like every step that I took up into that place to get a no, that I did something wrong. Rather than, like I I give so much meaning to the no that I make the no mean something about me. And it doesn't have to mean anything about me. And as human beings, we attach meaning so often where there doesn't have to be a meaning other than, hey, I wasn't the best fit for her. And if it wasn't a fuck yes for her, then likely in the container, it wouldn't have been a fuck yes for me either. Like I only want people who are so excited to work with me, who know that what I have to offer and my gifts will change their life and who are so excited to come into this container and change their lives and their businesses. And so what it really, really came down to, again, was the fear of rejection, which I already said. And then understanding where that came from. And growing up in, oh, ever since elementary. Like, I was severely, severely bullied as many of us are in elementary, junior high, high school. For some people, it's their glory days. And for some others, it's the worst days of their lives. Hands down, worst days of my my life. So there was that part of me that was so scared of going into my DMs because them saying no to me was the little Jess who had nobody to sit with lunchtime who would just end up walking around the gym or grabbing her lunch kit and just trying to busy herself for an hour while everybody else was out playing together it's the same Jess who didn't go who didn't go to her last semester of grade 12 and decided to take everything through correspondence because things were so bad It's the same reason why I was, my grades were pretty, pretty freaking good until high school. And in high school, the bullying got really, really bad. Because do you think when I was driving into school, I was worried about needing to pay attention to the school? Or was I more worried about, oh my gosh, how am I going to be treated today? Who's going to talk to me? Who's not going to talk to me today? And then when you're sitting in class, what is everybody else talking about? What are they whispering about? How many times have you felt that way? And so every time that I came into those DMs, I was pushing myself out of my comfort zone, but I also wasn't looking at that part of me who was so scared. I was making the potential no, which I've heard my fair shares of no's, and I've also heard way more yeses. But I'm so focused on the no because that's the one part part that was so triggering to me. And so I want you, in order for us to really move past something where you can reframe the belief, where you can choose a better feeling thought, you need to know where it occurs to you in the first place. Where in your life... Did you first experience not feeling safe there? You can look at what age it was and you can look at what did she, what does that version of you, that part of you, that terrified little girl, little boy, they, what did they need from you then? And how can you protect them from that now? How do you know better now? And that's why it's so uncomfortable. And that's why lots of us stray away from the, doing this deep inner work because it does bring up a lot from your past that's in, that's uncomfortable. Our past is our greatest teacher because it builds us to be the most powerful version of ourselves. It doesn't have to be your defining. It, the moment doesn't have to defy you. It doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make you any less than. It doesn't make you smaller. It's your defining moment when you can recognize where the fear lies, what's causing you to not take the action, to not feel confident, to not trust yourself, to not feel like you're enough, and to empower yourself from that point. Okay? So the self-awareness is great. That's the starting point. And I want you to understand that for yourself and then pull it back and see, okay, what am I keeping myself safe from? How is believing this belief? How is thinking this thought? How is telling this story keeping me safe? And what is it protecting me from? And in knowing what I know now, Do I have to continue to believe this to be true? How can the me today support this part of me? How can I show up for myself? How can I surround myself with love, compassion? How can I nurture myself so that I don't feel alone? So that this part of me knows that, hey, I see you feeling that way and I want you to know that I got you and we got this and it's all going to be okay that really is the key and just quickly before we end this episode the next thing that can be like this is just a thing to avoid because i feel like once once we do get into the inner work and the shadow work it can be really easy when we're still not seeing where we wanna be in our business, if we're not at the success where we want to be yet, we can start to tell ourselves, oh, once I fix this, that's when everything will fall into alignment. Once I heal my relationship with money, then that's obviously when I'll be able to have more, more clients in. Once my nervous system is stable, like, oh God, if my nervous system isn't stable, how can I have more clients if I'm not stable right now? So it'll happen then. And the longer that you keep looking for things to fix, the more things you will find to fix. You do not need to be a different, more healed version of yourself than you are now to have everything that it is that you desire. That is a story in and of itself created for your own protection. So maybe it's the fear of success. There's so many things that it's so beautiful. Like, we are literally given the gift every single day to unlearn these learned behaviors, these learned limitations. And just like you learned to put them up to protect yourself, you can learn to break them down to build yourself. That is what is up to you to do. And like I said, when you can change your stories, you absolutely have the power to change your life. You first need to understand why the story was created in the first place. And once you understand it, you don't need to go back into it. You don't need to dive deeper into it. If you do, you'll understand when, but it's not like you find a thread and you just wanna keep pulling it. Understand the story. Understand what doesn't feel safe. Understand when you didn't feel seen, heard, or understood. Nurture, love, care for that part of you. And choose a different way. Choose you. Choose your faith over your fears. Choose your desires. Choose your destiny. And I promise you that you will build A wildly, massively successful business faster than you ever thought possible. If you're tuning in here today, I do just want to put this out there for you. But if you haven't already registered for the limited to limitless masterclass, which yes, by now, day three is going to be happening today. Oh gosh, what day is day three happening today? It's happening at... 11am. It's happening today. Even if you haven't joined yet, join the replays. I'm keeping them up for a week once they're all done. But I wanted to let you know that if you are loving everything here, if you're feeling like, okay, this mindset work is really maybe not what you've been avoiding, but you're understanding that hey okay i have the i have the self awareness i understand why i do things but i'm still holding on to it and i can't quite let it go i don't know how to move past it i don't know how to i understand the story i don't know how to change it maybe you don't even understand the story at all i highly highly recommend signing up for the limited to limitless challenge it's not a challenge it's a masterclass series sorry and be there live on friday because for those of you that joined the masterclass series, there is something really, really exciting that I'm doing. I have never done this before, and it's not its not something that's going to be, um, what's the word, pronounced, released, there you go. It's not gonna be released to the public. It is only for those of you who joined in limited to limitless, and for a very, very, very select time. So, without spilling all the beans, basically go to the link in my bio, click the link in the show notes, register, sign up so you can get in on this. And again, as always, thank you so, so much for joining me. And I'm just going to say that I'm going to see you in the limited to limitless masterclass tomorrow. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the woke and worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business if you love this episode it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with and don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasney. We'll see you back here next week.